starting lemonade unfiltered we're back in my closet in your closet because my house is chaos because everyone else is there and we escaped so we're here we've got our wine and cookies wine and cookies that kiara made so um this week man how was your week i feel like it's been for me it's been an internal chaos yeah I, it's been pretty mellow. It's just been like mentally exhausting. Yeah. I'm studying for my real estate exam. Friday. I feel like with that happening and then my son started baseball this. Yes. Which he didn't really start, but it's all coming but together. But it is part of it. Yeah. And then we are, oh, this whole podcast thing and like Instagram, like I, my brain, there's a very ping, busy, there's a ping pong ball in my brain and I can't get it to stop. Okay. So, uh, okay. While we're doing this, we decided to try to incorporate our little Instagram following and, um, you know, what am I trying to say? I have no words right now. Um, so we want to get some involvement with our listeners. So we want you guys to follow our Instagram page because we're going to be posting stuff like before we podcast. And I and feel like we have so much funny content that's not in the podcast that's like extra. So if you love this, yeah, you will love our let craziness. Let us know what you want to hear yeah. and let us know what you want us to bring to the table because we can riff in our own conversations for hours, but... We want to narrow it down to like whatever you guys want to listen to also. So let us know. Send us messages. Tell us what topics you want to hear about. Yeah. What kind of guests you want to hear. I know. We just kind of got sidetracked. But uh, yes. It's um, we're here for you guys. Yeah. I would love to give people advice. Yeah. Like I would I would like to know what people even want advice on because I had I had a friend reach out and she was like, I want to see what you eat in a day or in a week. I want those abs. And I'm like, I eat like I mean, I don't eat like shit, but I do indulge. Yeah. But I also work out every day. Ooh, no, I want like juicy, like my husband might be cheating on me. <laughs> I want the juicy oh, stuff. Oh, you want that yeah. stuff. I don't know if I want anyone's shit like that. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, because I want to give advice that's like not has no. All right, t- we're going to put it out there. You guys can send in questions about anything and we will try to answer. Yeah, we will give you health advice and also juicy advice yeah whatever. all the advice all the things maybe not the advice our opinion our opinion yeah <laughs> advice who are we be giving advice no, anyway we can't give advice no, opinion we we'll give you our opinion i got that all day yeah, in I the bag <laughs> i've got opinions so, so okay anyway, so, so we, <laughs> this is how our week. conversations go yeah you're weak so you're getting ready for your exam yeah i don't know got I, I don't even i didn't even want to i I like went in and I was like, I'm not going to talk about it on the podcast because if I fail, I'm going to have to come back next week and be like, I didn't do it. But, but you know what? Here we are. So many people are going to be probably in that with you. I know. This is a thing where we share unfiltered. Yeah. Um, okay. Something crazy that happens. What? Well, it's not really crazy, but it made my heart stop. What? So I was at Costco yesterday. Saturday at Costco, crazy. I've never experienced having to drive around for 20 minutes looking for a parking spot. I've always... Why do you think I avoid Costco like the plague? I feel like but maybe I... because that was one of like my earlier experiences there. I I hate going to Costco. And my but friend... I go on the weekday and it's not that crazy. Saturday was insane. Every single parking spot at the like yeah. the farthest you could see was That's taken. That's how it was the first time I went there. And I was like, I, I called Will from the parking lot and I was like, it took me 20 minutes to just find parking. I don't know if I even want to go inside. And he was like, we don't really need anything from Costco. Just come home. And I was like, but I'm already here and I found a spot. Oh I'm going in. And that was like, you know, it was still like when you had those certain hours for shopping and all that for non-elderly oh, and non-first responders. Again. Why? Why is it coming back? I don't know. But I've never experienced that at Costco because I go during the weekday and usually in the morning. I get anxiety. And it's crowded, but it's not like that. That was insane. And I had both the kids with me. Yeah. And it was just chaos. But I was in the dairy refrigerator getting eggs and I pushed, Aiden was sitting in the cart. And I pushed the cart up and stopped it and then reached across to like the other side of the aisle to grab creamer. Like Mm -hmm. I was two feet from the cart. But this girl comes walking between me and the cart as I'm reaching across to grab the creamer. (laughs) And I guess she was trying to get something that was right by where I parked the cart. But she didn't just grab it. She put her hands on my cart. Like oh, hell not, bitch. Take hands. your hands off my cart. My heart dropped because Aiden was like, what in it. She's trying to steal I my child. That's what she was doing. I free, like internal, and it, it happened in a flash. Like she put her hands on and then stopped and then kind of smiled 
not at me like she didn't think she did like anything in wrong. general <laughs> but she was just like haha like reach for something and walked away and I realized like within the second that I thought she was trying to take the cart and then the same second realizing she wasn't I was like oh shoot she didn't even realize what she did but I was Panicking. my heart dropped for a second I was like oh, what that um, reminds me like oh, yesterday we had Malaya's tournament and Gigi knows all the families on our team. So she kind of just goes from one little section and tent to the other. And we're set up for a tournament day. So it's, you know, everyone's got their easy ups up. Like everyone's comfortable. We're all just chilling. But so she feels comfortable in going. And she, I was laying down and she was playing in the cooler behind me. So I just thought she was there. And my father-in-law was there and his sister-in-law was there. Will was on the phone. All of a sudden, I'm like, where's Gigi? And I don't see her in any of the tents. So I start like kind of walking like, hey, has anyone seen Gigi? Then I realized like... I don't see her anywhere. Oh no gosh. one sees her anywhere. I've asked the families. So then I'm like, Will, Gigi's lost. I tell my father-in-law to get up off his ass and go look for his granddaughter. <laughs> and it was like that panicky That's feeling terrifying. like where I'm looking at a sea of, of so soccer people. tents and people and vendors and all kinds of things. And I can't see my two-year-old where she's hidden her little body. That's terrifying. Yeah, it was horrible. And I need to get a leash for that girl and a bell. Like, I need <laughs> oh my to put gosh. a bell on her. The there's this mom that walks her kindergartner to school yeah. when I drop Aiden off. And um, she has a daughter who's older. She's probably the girl's age, third grade, and maybe maybe second. But um, And then she has a baby in the stroller, like a toddler. She yeah. can probably walk, but she pushes her in the stroller. But you know, like the boogie board leashes? Yeah. <laughs> she... This is what she has on her kids. Well, you know they're what? They're the bungee, like they're <laughs> the coils, and she has it strapped to the shoulder to the stroller, and they're on their wrists. And I, the That's first a mama time that I knows saw her, her kids. I was like, "That's probably but, why." But I was just like, "I don't know. I've never seen that before." It's just <laughs> funny. Every single day she walks them yeah. to school with boogie board leashes. You should <laughs> ask her. You should ask her why she does that. But I guarantee you, she's had a moment of, Probably, of clarity. Yeah, I'm gonna call it clarity. Terrifying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just was observing it one day, and I was like, "Are those like boogie board or surfboard leashes?" Because <laughs> you know, you've seen kid leashes. Yeah, yeah. They're not kid leashes. They're like the plasticky coiled like Velcro, like the full. It's so funny. She probably walked funny. into like a surf shop and was like, oh, these either are that or her husband's a surfer and has them hanging. Like we'll, we'll had a whole box of them. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, I don't know where they are. Repurpose them. Send them I had them. them originally uh, had a box of his wetsuits and leashes. And somehow in his organizing quote, I'm putting air quotes up, guys, um, in his organizing somehow those things have nowhere to live anymore so oh i don't gosh. know <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i've never used a leash on my kids except for Allie was 18 months old and we went to disneyland and i was like, i never I... have but now i understand why people do. oh yeah for sure I especially in crowded yeah crowded situations like that but I, my other two kids weren't as much of a yeah it depends on the kid too i think yeah i think genevieve's just really like she's really trusting and that is very scary as a parent to see that mm -hmm. your child is so trusting because she sees the same faces every weekend yep but the, she didn't realize that this situation was different than the others, yeah. you know, and I got a little too relaxed, too. And I thought I have three other adults here, you know, I can. But that just goes to show you, like, a mom can never really relax her eyes off her kid. Yeah, never. Yeah. Nobody has the same level of um, awareness as a mother does for her kids. So, yeah, that was scary. But other than that, our week was fine. So how was your week? How was my week? I feel like this week was chaotic. My work days were long. I know. Yeah, one day you were like, you on Friday. Me. It was Friday. <sighs> and then I had to still like drive straight home to pick up my oldest from her friend's house. And it was like, then we had to prep for our tournament day yesterday. So, yeah, long days. But this week sucked, especially because my fall last week. <laughs> on my knuckles which you guys heard her bloody knuckles my bloody knuckles this week they were especially difficult to work with because I still wore gloves I, I wore gloves like to shampoo which I normally don't because I like to feel my client's scalp like yeah I want to get my hands in there you know and wearing gloves just doesn't do the same thing I guess it correlates to like wearing a condom you know you just <laughs> seriously exactly though what I was you thinking, know what I was but yeah. I just 
kept it inside. No, don't keep it inside. We're freaking unfiltered. So you know, you know what it's like when you just want to feel the things and you can't. I mean, I don't know, but I can imagine. It's not. Well, the best. yeah, I guess. So by the end of my, I mean, I only work three days, but by the end of the third day, my knuckles are angry. And today I'm like, yesterday they were pissed off. I was in pain most of the day. Yeah, they don't look good. No. So I think tomorrow I got to get my ass to urgent care and get yeah. some antibiotics because I think they might get infected. They're yellow. I know. Yeah. I know, guys. So <sighs> so what happens when you fall on a run and my husband swears that I was on my phone at the time I fell, but I wasn't. I wasn't. Maybe like five minutes before I might have been, but I wasn't at that time. And That's the story he wants to tell himself, it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, oh, my wife, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> fell on her face. That's what she gets. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't know if that's his voice. <laughs> in my head, in my head, that's my that's his voice when he's so funny. being funny. So yeah, my knuckles suck. Lost GG at the soccer tournament. Let's see. It just feels long. It just feels like days are long. Yeah. Plus, you didn't get your extra day because these kids didn't have school on Monday, I so know. you didn't get that extra. I didn't day of. Of peace, group, a little bit more peace. like regrouping the house yes, before yeah. before my date yeah. my week starts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's just I don't know. It just feels exhausting. I feel exhausted. I feel. And then our husbands had a little bro date today. Yeah, they did. They that went was shooting. That was cute. <laughs> I was excited for him to go. Yeah, it's funny how they've like intertwined themselves in each other's passions. Like, yeah, Rick went and bought a BMX, BMX bike, bike. <laughs> and then he came home from shooting. To, they went to the shooting range, and he was so happy because Will's never shot a gun. So he was like, "I got to teach him." I got and to he pop did his cherry, as Will would say. Yeah, but he was. I think he was so excited that Will did good because it made him feel like he, he was, a, was good a good teacher, and he yes. loves to be a good teacher. Uh-huh, yeah, he thrives cool. in like being a mentor like and a to teacher take part of something special yeah and that's i think really cool from the last four years working at the boot camp yeah. that was his job was to literally take children babies that were right. sent there and build them into men men and yeah. so i think he really found a passion for it and he's really good at it too he has a good balance of like, like roughness and then and then knowing when to compassion nurture. yeah yeah that's awesome yeah so he was proud of himself. He was proud of Will, too. They're so cute. They are cute. I know. I know. I'm so glad. Like, it's so funny how this whole union has affected both of our households so much. I know. And it's so rare that you get along with both. Like, both sets of spouses get along with each other. I mean, this morning when Rick came over, Gigi (laughs) was sitting in the chair next to him. And she's looking at him going, Dad! dad 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 and will standing next to me but she's talking to rick and i'm like rick she's talking to you i'm like gg that's uncle rick she's like dad. and it was like oh whatever i know but yeah it's, it's because so she feels so comfortable she's i've heard her call you mama and like, i know i'm like she calls you mama mom, but yeah but that's just how comfortable they are and yeah. i think that's great that well even got. rick is comfortable like he yeah. this morning it was like what nine o'clock he's like i'm gonna run over there real quick <laughs> he was gone for an hour i'm like and okay. I'm like, okay, I'm going to work out, guys. And you then guys have your own. I think the kids came home before he did because Malaya and Allie oh, got in a fight over the pancakes. But um, she's like, Malaya's making pancakes. And then Rick still didn't come home. And I was like, is he having breakfast over there? Like, what is happening? He was just, just talking. Oh, my gosh. They both like to talk, though. They do. We're talkers. Well, we are, too. <laughs> yes, we are. How do we have four talkers oh, in this equation and we all know. still get along? I feel like I'm selectively talkative, though. Yeah, I'm not a talker in all situations. I have to be comfortable. Will is. <laughs> That's true, because he talked. He can talk about anything. He talked, like, from the moment I met him, he talked yeah. with yeah, no issue. And you didn't. So, yeah, maybe that's... And I didn't. You know, our first date ever was on his birthday. I didn't know it was his birthday. It was just like a last minute thing that we were. I was like, hey, I'm kidless for an extra time that I didn't think I would be today because I was a single mom when I met him. Like we went to yogurt land of all places. We sat and had yogurt for two hours. And after two hours, he goes, I hate to cut this short, but I got to. I hate to cut this short, but I promised my dad we'd have dinner tonight. And jokingly, I was like, oh, why? What's the special occasion? He's like, it's my birthday. And I'm thinking, you did not have to give up like your birthday day to come and have yogurt with me. And he was like, no, you asked. I wasn't going to say no. Oh, my gosh. So that was that was our first official 
birth our date was on his birthday. That's so cute. That's so funny that he said it was short two hours at yoga life. I hate to cut this short. Who here, spends two hours at yoga been here first? And I re- I just remember like sitting across the table from him, and he was just like talking and talking, and he had really great eye contact, like really intense. He has really really intense, intense eye contact. contact. He really does. He does. Mm-hmm. And so I remember feeling like really uncomfortable because I was like, do I look at him the whole time? Like his pupils are dilating, and I can watch it in his brow in his blue eyes like you can't see that shit in my eyes yeah like, that's true right so yeah. i could see them like get bigger and oh get smaller gosh. and oh my gosh he's really like intensely speaking yeah, engaging yeah. yeah that's a talent of his though yeah that's so funny so yeah. that that reminds me like 12 years ago today i, I asked him to be my boyfriend that's so funny that you asked him why'd you ask him because i just felt like he was dragging his feet on what we both knew what we wanted and it was just like <laughs> Look, I'm just going to put it out there. Yeah, you go, girl. That that really doesn't surprise me, though. You know, That's like, just you. <laughs> I guess it is. But it's just, you know, I when you when you know, you know, mm-hmm. like, why are we wasting time? And I think part of the part of it frustration I hear with like girls dating today is that there's like, oh, well, when should a girl and when should a guy and when should like, it doesn't fucking matter when you feel or they feel whatever, when you feel it, you voice it. And if something happens, great. If not, then you know what? You shot your shot. Like, I just didn't, I wasn't in a position in my life too, where I wanted to waste my time. So that's true. So he said yes. And here we are 12 years (laughs) later, happily married and unhappily and someone that's bickering you know <laughs> like that's just ha- that's just what happens before i even met rick i was maybe the f- our first date no i guess i had met him once okay so he was in california <laughs> i'm like backtrack backtrack here. Back it, back it up. <laughs> he was in california for training but he lived in hawaii with he lived in my aunt's house. She has like a tiny one, not oh, even yeah. a one bedroom. It was a studio. Oh, that's right. And I had just moved home from college. I went to college in Oregon and I had just moved home like maybe a few months before that. And so I would go over all the time because she had, my aunt had kids, my my um, yeah. cousins, cousins, and they were like, I want to say five and two at the time, like super tiny. So I'd go over there all the time and babysit or just take them to do fun stuff or play with them. And so I remember pulling up one day and there was a big black, like old rusty lifted Dodge Ram in her driveway. And I was like, like, whose truck is this? Deadbeat truck is this? Yeah. I pulled in and I helped her like unload her groceries. And I was like, whose truck is that? And she's like, oh, it's my new renter. And I was like, oh, and she's like, actually, he's <laughs> your age. He's so cute. Like, you guys would be perfect together. And I was like, well, and she's like, he's in the Navy. And I was like, immediately, no. immediately, no, <laughs> immediately, yeah. no, I'm not dating anyone in the military. She's like, no, I promise. Like, he's a good kid. Like, he's so good. Like, you guys would be so cute. You need to meet. He's not here. He's in California training, but he'll be home like next week. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm not meeting him. Thanks, like, no, no, thanks. Yeah, my dad was in the Marine Corps, and I swore I'd never date anyone in the military. Yeah. Like it's too well. Well, that's it's why too you, hard. That's why you never say never because, like, really. Okay, so like thinking back on you know, like you most people have a type that they tend to kind of naturally gravitate towards, mm-hmm. and maybe some of it's subconscious, and some of it is very conscious. But I've always been really attracted to black men. Like that's been my biggest attraction. I don't know why. Maybe because my dad was super racist against black men. Will is not a black man. <laughs> he is not. He is the complete opposite. So this is where I'm saying, like, like I was always attracted to this, but here this white man comes into my life and he has everything that I've wanted, really. He approached everything differently from anybody I'd ever encountered, you know? So it was like, he's this person and he doesn't fit any of the visual things that I've imagined in my head. But he's the best thing for But he is the best thing for Mm -hmm. me because he mellows me out, he rounds me out, and he puts me in my place when I need it because the Lord knows I need it sometimes, (laughs) you know? But And he does it in a a way that I, I mean, I do come out swinging still because that's just (laughs) my, that is my natural way to process things as I come out swinging. But ultimately, I know his heart is like where it needs to be. But subconsciously, Consciously, I, I like, how did I attract someone that was so opposite of what, what you I wanted? Like, you're like, nope, I'm not dating a Marine or I'm not dating anybody in the military. And yeah. here you are. This is what you get. I know. Living this whole life. Yeah. I know. So I, I jokingly tell people that I'm 
because uh, I don't know why people envision me ma- being like with a, another Latino or I don't know what they imagine, but s- like some of my clients are thrown off when I say my last name Stanley and they're like, huh? <laughs> so my maiden name was like very Mexican, Yesenia Gonzalez Fregoso. Like, yeah. And then I dropped it all for Yesenia Stanley, which is like, huh? So I tell them, yeah, my husband's so white, he's pink. <laughs> You know, like, like literally, he's like undercooked his, chicken. <laughs> yeah, basically, like he is so white. You know, my little oh, white boy. Oh my gosh, that's and, so funny. I don't know, but so I met him. Um, she like arranged. Oh my gosh, she took my phone that day. She took my phone, sent him a picture of me from my phone, so he had my phone number, oh. and then he started texting me. And oh. so we texted, and I was like, Do you think is... they had planned that out before that? I don't think he knew anything about me before that. No. No, because I just moved home and I had so it was just, just your aunt playing Cupid in yeah. the background. Uh huh. She loves. To Is this your aunt, like stuff. your mom's sister, or your dad's? She's sister, my dad's she... brother's ex-wife. Oh, okay. Yeah. But we're all just still very close. Okay. So, but like, if you had made one different decision, your entire life would be different, and that's what I crazy. like. We were talking about it earlier about. Like when it clicked in my brain, like, oh, today's February 27th. It was the day I asked you out. Like how different that would have been if I hadn't done that. Like how would he have, how much longer would he have taken? Would I have changed my mind? Like, you know, there's so many different things. Your life can go so many different routes. And that's the thing with like always being in that, like like life is a pitchfork, right? And Mm -hmm. you've got this decision you're going to make right now. And how is it going to play out? Like every, your life as it is now has consisted of making so many decisions, yeah, choices. And where are they going to lead you? I mean, it's just like crazy. Even like what, so I hadn't met him yet and we were planning to meet on Halloween. I was going to go over there to take her kids trick-or-treating and he was flying back home that night. So after trick-or-treating, we came back and he was there. And that's the first time I met him. But I remember telling my best friend, we like Skyped. If Skype was a thing back then. Yeah. We Skyped because she was in Oregon and I was like, I'm going to meet him. I'm so nervous. And I remember telling her after the first time I met him, I'm going to marry him. Like, and it wasn't, it was, it's so weird because I, we didn't start dating for another month because I was like, mm. Mm, I don't want this. I broke up with him two more times. So it wasn't like I was infatuated instantly, but I just had like this weird intuition that like, this is my future. I'm going to marry this man. And even like on the, that was like so deep on the surface level. I was like, not, not sure. I was like, man, I don't know. You know, like, I don't know if I want this, but I somehow was like, I just know that this is, yeah. And look at us. (laughs) And that's what I mean. Like, I think with, with me even sharing this, it's, to tell women, girls, like when it just feels like you need to, and then not when it feels right, like whatever you're being pulled towards, be courageous enough to follow that. Like you never yeah. know where it's going to lead you. And it might not fall in line with what other people expect of you. It's not traditional of women to ask, you know, but I mean, even like when, before we got engaged, I was prepared to ask him to marry me. Like, <laughs> I'm not kidding. Cause when I know, I know, and I was impatient yeah. and I'm yeah. like, why is he dragging his feet? Like we already know where we are. Yeah. And well, just... and even prior to us dating, I had had relationships, and I've I'd never felt that way. Yeah, and I just never felt that. I don't even think I. We were so young. I was yeah. twenty when yeah. I met him. When I met Rick, yeah. like we were so young, I couldn't. Marriage wasn't even in my sights. Like I was a That's baby. So crazy. And then we. You're how old now? Thirty-two. <clears throat> okay, so... so we got married when we were twenty-two. And we had our first child when we were 20, when I was 23. That's so crazy because I think about it. Like I had Alexia at 19 and I married her dad three months later because it was like we were kind of being pressured by his parents and like do the right thing. But then I ended up being divorced by 21. So you think about that, like I'm divorced 21 with a child. Like now what? Yeah, that's a scary. And so I remember coming out of that going, okay, I'm not going to. I mean, I was like. It was, I was strict with myself, with people, mm-hmm. but it was one of those things to where it's like, I am 21 now starting over, but I have a child. So how am I going to do this yeah. in the right way? But I mean, Will was the f- this third person I dated after my divorce, but the first person I considered it actually being like where it could go somewhere where I felt like it wasn't too soon out of my situation that I was just being like rebounding, um, rebounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it was still 
pretty fresh. I think about it like I was divorced at 21 and I married him. I think we got married, what was I, 25, 26? That's not that long after. Yeah. Right? But but I still, do you think that between your divorce and him, you really... So many lessons and you're doing there. Yeah. Because I, I feel parts like of that myself, with Rick, for sure. I had dated people before him and I never, uh, none of it was healthy. Yeah. And I, I, we were so... That's part of being young, though. Like, you don't have healthy relationships that young. Right. You learn what's healthy as you go. But the relationship I was in before I met Rick was not good. It was abusive. Mm-hmm. And after that, like, I consciously made the effort to love myself mm-hmm. and be happy with just myself. And that's, like, even, like, yeah, I just really realized that. And, like, from the time that we've been married till now, that's what I tell everyone, like, my sisters and you know, anyone who's dating, it like, happens when you're not. stop looking. Right. It happens when you are content on your own. That's exactly how like, it happened for me, too. Yeah. Like, after, when I met Will, it was after a series of, like, enough bad first dates where it was, like, a flop or I just didn't feel connection or I felt unsafe or, like, just, like, my gut instinct was telling me, no, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. So it was just, like, what? Yeah, I feel like in all the other situations, I was desperate to be in a relationship. Yeah. And the moment yeah. I wasn't desperate anymore and I could choose. Yeah, say, I was not desperate. Like he, he, yeah, like, he came I was to like, me. I am done having these shitty first dates. Yeah. I am okay being single forever. I'm and then I get like crap. Yeah. Yeah. But he, Rick came to me and he was like, do you want a date night? The power of being like, I don't know. Like I'm pretty happy with myself. In your, oh, That's in when your you know you're ready to add right. someone to your life is For when sure. you have, when you have to power. think about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Not even like, are you, do I like you or not? It's more of the, like, I'm so happy with just who I am and what yeah. I'm doing on my own that you're not going to be add. the, you're not going to be the, like, like the half I'm looking for. You're just addition to that, me what's whole. That, what's that line out of that movie? Like you complete me um, with Tom Cruise. It's oh, the Tom Cruise I line. I know what you're thinking of. Yeah. But I think that line fucked everybody up. <laughs> like nobody should complete you. You should yeah, be complete. You should be complete. Already. Mm-hmm. And then if someone can add to it, awesome. But yeah, you nobody should, should be... ever be completing you. Yeah. Because that means their their presence is going to directly influence how you feel about yourself. Yeah. And especially uh-uh. when you're so young, you need to find yourself and be 100% who you are before right. someone else comes At along. At least in that moment, because there's so much change you, that happens after it. Yeah. And then if someone comes along and you don't know who you are, you're going to become them. Yeah. Or be consumed exactly. by what they want, what kind yeah. of person they want. And that's, and that's why that's how you meet these people that are in their still in their 30s that don't know how they like anything because they've always it's always dependent on whoever they're dating. Oh my gosh, yeah. There's people like <laughs> I, I could go on a whole there are <laughs> guys, she's got her hands to her head. There are people she's tapping out. her forehead. I was listening to this radio show. This doesn't really have to do with dating, but it just sets the scene for people who are so unaware and so insecure. Okay, so I'm listening to this radio show and she wanted to go to a concert. Mm-hmm. And the person whose concert it was DM'd her and was like, Hey, like, so glad you're a fan of mine. I need like $1,500 to um, finish up my album. And so if you pay me that, then I'll get you VIP. T- VIP. Um, it was a scam. Like a scam. It was a scam. Yeah. But she called into the radio show to tell them that she had lost all this money. She's a 60 year old woman. And while I feel so sad for her that she was obviously she's a a little past the age of understanding technology. So, you know, like the awareness that we have of scams is not what 60 year old people have of scams because then, they're, they're targets. No, 60 year olds. No, I but do. <laughs> can you imagine being so desperate naive. and no, it's naive. naive. Yeah. Like to, okay. No, this multi-million dollar artist does not need your $1,500 right. to finish their album. But like, it's wild that there there are people that are our age that yeah. are that naive that will never grow out of that. They'll never, they'll be 70 But where does that still. stem from? I don't know. Just, I don't know. That's, that's where I think, like for me, <laughs> here's a perfect example. Last week, I picked up Alexia from school and then she was like, mom, I was going to ditch today. She just straight out told me she was wow. going to ditch with her friends <laughs> for lunch. You okay? No, the wine went down my throat. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that was like breathing in gasoline. Fire. 
Sorry. So she tells me she's going to ditch, right? So I'm like, okay. She's like, but I didn't because my gut told me because you're always telling me, listen to your gut. She's like, my gut told me that day that if I went, we were going to get caught. And she's like, and every time you've caught me doing anything bad, it's when I've gotten that feeling too, I'm going to get in trouble. And I'm like, so because she witnessed like two days prior to that, the girl, uh, Malaya and Genevieve were playing and I, I was talking to Alexia. So it's just like, just that instinct, you know, mm-hmm. trusting your instinct. So Alexia witnessed me have a, a feeling. And I said, Genevieve is going to cry right now. Two seconds later, Genevieve starts to cry, right? Like, because they were playing and sure enough, she got yeah. hurt. And then something else happened where I was like, and I voiced it. That's the thing. I don't ever share my premonitions or yeah. whatever. Yeah. You know, the feelings, the gut feelings. Yes. So I shared it and she was like, mom, how do you know that? I'm like, I just can't help it. Like it just comes. And this is how, like when I've caught her in her, some of the lowest moments is because I just, there was yeah. something I felt. Yeah. And Alexia's like, mom, that mom power is real. And I, and I, and I tell her before I drop her off anywhere, trust your gut and make good choices because your gut already is going to tell you one thing. Yeah. And if not, that second thing hopefully covers it. And <laughs> like, yeah. And there's probably people out there that just really ignore that or they're not. In so tune I think it. like the biggest thing is like teach your children to yeah. trust their gut. Or, like, we have psychic powers, maybe, also. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I, I think. But I okay, think so it's last, the intuition. People tune it Ignore out. that. Yeah, yeah. Last night. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could. It seemed so clear to me last night, and now it's a blur. But I was going to bed. Like, lights were off. Rick was asleep. Everyone's in bed. And I don't know where it came from, but I got this, like, feeling that my dad was sick oh my gosh I've gotten those feelings um yeah and the last time I got that feeling was I like my sister can attest to this because I called her and I said something really bad is gonna happen like something so bad is gonna happen I can just feel it do you feel that and she's like no what are you talking about and I was like I just feel like someone is gonna die Mm -hmm. something and then yeah we had a family member have like a horrible accident but um I remember last night thinking my dad is sick like I just have this feeling that he's Mm -hmm. sick and a clear because I have a dad and a stepdad a clear vision of who it was and I wrote it in my phone so that it's time stamped so that not that I want it to come true I hope to god it's not but I just have this feeling, but I feel, I have those feelings all the time and I I've never write that, them down. Yeah. I never tell anyone and that comes through and I'm like, yeah, what? I have that on What's... a small scale. Like when I think of a client Ooh. where I'm like, right. <laughs> no, but I feel like I have that even on a small scale, yeah. almost a weekly Dude. where I'm like, yeah. this client hasn't reached out in a little bit. And then sure enough, I'll get a text like I need to make an appointment. And I'm like, wow, I was yeah. just thinking of you today. How did you get this message so fast? Yeah. <laughs> like, It just yeah. feels like it's like magical thinking of a child to the next degree. Almost. When we were little. Okay, so. I grew up in Hawaii and we would drive from like the big town that had all the grocery stores, mall. Um, and then we would drive home. We lived out in the country. So we would drive this windy road along the ocean. And the last maybe few miles stretch home is along right along the ocean. Like Just you could like, throw a rock out, there win- like out your window. PCH. And I remember, I don't know how old I was, maybe probably about 13 or 14 because my sisters were, I was 14, my sisters were 12. 11 12 and then 9 8 and um my mom had a wart and every single time we would drive that road she would sit and pretend she was grabbing it it and toss it into the ocean and we would always make fun of her like we were just like these three little girls (laughs) and we're like mom what are you doing and she's She's like like, i'm throwing my wart away (laughs) i'm throwing my wart into the ocean i'm getting rid of it and we were like you're crazy and we always used to say that she was a witch because she just like did these crazy things and one day i remember driving and we were like mom you're not throwing your word out the window and she's like it's gone and we were like what and she's like I told you you guys think I'm crazy and you think it's funny but my wart's gone because I wished it away like she has the strongest intuition of anyone I know and like she doesn't share it with everybody she didn't she doesn't you know she's not all like this crazy hippie and she spreads the you know she wants everyone to be like her but she does do these things and then she shared it with us as kids and um I was like, oh my gosh. But still to this day, we're like, mom, remember when you wished your word away? And she's yeah. like, yeah, I threw it into the ocean every day yeah. and it disappeared and I didn't do anything There's else to it. There's something to be said just for having that kind of like mental willpower to believe in what you mm-hmm. believe yeah. and that it's going to do something, right? Yeah. 
And I'm sure there's studies out there because I've heard of them, but I can't reference exactly what. But there are so many studies of how how strongly your brain and oh, thought yeah. affect like, illness in like your body. Like the water, like bless, like saying thank you to your water before you drink it. That one Japanese doctor did the studies of how like the water molecules the change. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, and when you're ingesting your water, it's coming in with positive affirmations, yeah. and that affects your body. That was me today with the stupid milk. <laughs> yeah, your spoiled oh milk girlfriend. I have so many conversations with myself in my head. And this is why we go to sleep tired. <laughs> I know because this I'm is t- why. talking to myself about milk. So I had just had lunch and I'm like, I just want something sweet. sweet. And so I'm opening the cupboard That's and I'm like, ooh, a bowl of frosted drink. flakes sounds so good right now. Just like a little bowl. That's like my guilt. I could eat a whole box of frosted flakes. I love them so much. Yeah. But I don't eat them that often. That's like if I if I bought cocoa puffs. Oh, cocoa I, puffs! I can't really? Tell, I can't tell you the last time I bought them. I don't like cocoa puffs. I love cocoa I love puffs. They get a little soggy. Oh, so a little soggy. So um, so yeah, I'm opening the thing, and in my head, I'm like having this like angel devil argument of like, you don't need the stupid frosted flakes. You're eating healthy. You've lost four pounds. Like you don't need to eat the frosted flakes. You know, like no. And I'm like my devil's so much stronger than my angel i'm like i'm having the frosted Hello. flakes yeah so sure. i get him out and then we go on to the next conversation in my head and i'm like what is it this makes me seem like i have so much time on my hands but no i'm really avoiding the stressful things i should be thinking of i'm like what is it like to just live your life on the edge and like not smell the milk before you drink it like i have you to you found out that <laughs> there are all kinds <laughs> of repercussions for that i have to smell you the always milk. Smell there the milk. i did a poll on my instagram there people that do not smell their milk before they drink it doesn't do that people i'm not gonna out them but people (laughs) (laughs) so i i was like i looked at the date and i'm like oh march 2nd like we've got time i'm not not gonna smell the milk it's a short month (laughs) february is a short month (laughs) oh my god just saying it's a short month remember okay yeah so i poured in didn't even think twice. Take my first bite immediately. But it, didn't your sense of smell get it before it went in your mouth? Like no, because my sense of smell is so strong. I don't like to smell things before I eat them. I don't either. But if it's like you're going in for that first spoonful no. and your mouth is open, what smells first? I almost think that maybe the milk wasn't that sour. I just <laughs> manifested it. I don't know. The whole thing went down the drain, though. But you know, like the thing you pull out of the side of the sink that sprays it's a hose yeah, yeah. sprayer in my sink yeah. i legit sprayed the entire inside of my mouth out wow. i was so disgusted you're so funny oh uh, but that that was like first of all you shouldn't have eaten the frosted flakes and you knew better That's, second karma. of all you should have smelled the milk you knew better right. uh, and then i'm like Stupid. this is like this is why you can't live on the edge kiara and this is like <laughs> imagine living your whole life that way not listening to your intuition that's how people live yes, their lives i know you're drinking sour milk every day because you're ignoring your exactly life is like sour milk yeah. you don't pay attention but that's how that's that's our takeaway yes but that's <laughs> i get it because there are people that life i saw this girl post on facebook and she was like i just feel like this and this and this and life is so hard and i'm constantly going to bed worried about like what's going on in the world and the war and then this and this and this and this and this and which like we all worry about those things but she's like a drown is she's drowning in it and how am i ever going to afford a bigger house and like nice ca- new cars our cars are getting old you know why does it matter and <laughs> so many people on that thread were said that's life that's how i feel too and i was like i don't feel that way i don't, I don't feel that way every day there are definitely days when things weigh me down and i For feel sure. stressed but to live like that every day every and i day. think that's like hey you're not listening to your body you're not listening to your intuition you're not you're not doing the things to keep you out of that funk mm-hmm. and like people live their lives like that I literally just like worked on a post for that is like your body and your mind are in sync before you realize they're communicating. And if people just learn to listen to that, there is that voice. And even if there's no voice, your body literally has a physiological response to certain thoughts to certain things you're watching, to certain things you're listening to. Like there is a, a response when you listen to someone say something that you don't like. 
Where do you feel it in your body? Like it goes somewhere. And I just wish everyone could just like tune in just a little bit and experience that because literally I've had a moment like that where I was in my garage and I was cleaning the garage. I think I shared this with you one day. I don't know. I was cleaning the garage and I go to open to go grab a sparkling water from my garage. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. And there's some really cold Pacificos in there. And I'm like, oh, that sounds good. I grab the Pacifico. I hold it in my hand. And I'm like, why are you reaching for this? You don't really need a beer. You don't want a beer right now. And I just put it back. And I was like, nope, I don't need it. And it was like, there was no like, oh, I really. And I didn't ignore the fact that I just shouldn't be drinking it. I didn't need it. My body knew I didn't need it. I put it back. So when I say even like, you know, my friend that asked, like, what do you eat in a week? I'm like, I just eat intuitively. I eat what I want. Some days it looks like shit, but most of the other days it doesn't. And even if most of the day looks great, I still eat my ice cream. <laughs> and I think yeah, that dessert. it just has to set. People need to learn to listen to their bodies. Yeah. And it has so much power. Yeah, I follow a lot of intuitive eating coaches uh-huh. and like dietitians who teach you to just eat See, I don't even know what that means. But and I'm... it's basically, I mean, yeah, yeah. you... It's crazy that you it's crazy. think, do you need someone to tell you to do that? I was just going to say, it's crazy that you need somebody know, to tell you to listen to your body. So many so, people wrapped up in diet I culture just, and yes. bad diets like keto. I keto. did keto twice. Yeah. Both times I bounced back plus 10 pounds yeah. because it destroys your body. But the intuitive eaters always say like, you have to trust the process because people get off these fad diets yes. and they want to change their lives and they start doing intuitive eating mm-hmm. and your body goes through this phase of gaining a bunch of weight because it's been starved for so long. Mm-hmm. So then that's when people quit because they're like intuitive eating isn't working for me because I'm getting all this weight. But the dietitians like no there is science it will go up and then it will come back down but you have to learn to eat intuitively before your body knows right, that okay this is healthy to communicate been, to yourself and yeah. listen to yourself yeah and bodies aren't made to be sticks no like, no we're not <laughs> despite what we've been taught our whole no. lives bodies are not made to be sticks no especially as women like there's reasons why we need to have more body fat on us and yeah. i mean just the fact that we menstruate every month yeah. you know that well takes and i a thought lot out of us too saying like the pouch that's on your belly yeah. it because it's protecting your uterus because hundreds of thousands of years ago that is the most important thing for a woman it needs to be protected like that's not that's not just being fat and eating too much that is science right there's a reason why women that's why will was talking about that like instinctively when men are drawn to women (laughs) it's for a reason because they can bear children and they're strong big boobs and they're like oh they're gonna feed babies and 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 children And it's true. Yeah. That is biologically what we come down to is like trusting Trusting. your intuition. So everyone needs to trust their intuition, (laughs) whether it's milk or Or men, men, (laughs) milk and men, or not sending $1,500 to some favorite musician. If it feels off, don't do it. It's if it's too good to be true. It probably is. It probably is. Sometimes it's not, but trust your gut. Yeah, for sure. And if it's not too good to I be true, want... it won't leave you. you yeah, know? I just want, I, I, that's what I want to teach my daughters yeah. is to just trust their guts. What's meant for you will be for you. Will be for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. This is a perfect. We're so wise. This is a, our perfect example of how our conversations go. And they just go in and out of. <laughs> but we're, we're really in it back, I think. Intuition. Today is about intuition. Yeah. Yeah. listening to it it's just crazy how many people don't listen to it and what would the world be if everyone listened to their intuition oh that's my dream i don't know let's I wonder. live there let's would make be, a pod would it be good? intuitive like, would would it be good yeah I there has to be so. balance though because for all of us that listen to our intuition what's the balance i don't like the balance i don't think i don't know let's eliminate all the people who Next rant on facebook who are have to be outspoken about their political views 24 7 not even their political views they're they're opposite they're opposing right you have to make fun of their opposing i know i think i kind of stopped following anyone that was too in my face about it yeah. i just felt like it was in my face because it was constantly in my feed so <laughs> you're like bye Get out of here. in a certain extent yeah and so that's why i told well i'm like i just choose to engage in what i want so i follow like funny pages mm-hmm. up upworthy is my like one of my favorite pages because it, it like posts so many feel-good stories 
Yeah. And there's a lot of animals on my feeds, which is funny because I yeah, only like animals. <laughs> right. But I think like, who can, I don't like cats. I have a cat. I don't like cats. But I can laugh at funny cat videos and that I find entertaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather listen and watch and indulge in those things that make me feel good. And you can call it like curating or sticking my head in the sand. And that's okay. I'm okay with that. I'm at the point in my life where I don't need everything to be so serious. You know, if you're there for the serious things that matter, it doesn't need to be serious all the time. No. And like really a lot of the things that would weigh me down. What can I do anything about those things that I'm seeing people post about all the time? So what are we going to do? about? What am I going to do about it? I'd rather look at these cute ducks trying to cross the road (laughs) safely with their mama than to listen to. You know what I mean? Like yeah, the no, I do. I don't, I don't want to listen to the bullshit, and I want to look at what what is actually happening here. Yeah, I, did you see my... cross the road safely. Yeah, my post, and I heard this from another influencer that I follow, but she really put it into perspective, and I don't know where she got it from, but she was saying that the news, the way that we consume news is so wild. We're meant to live in these tiny so pods realistic. of civilization, yeah. And we don't know what's going on across the United States, let alone the world, until weeks and months later that it hits us. And it's not graphic video of Mm -hmm. every single, like, jet bombing a city. Like, we're not meant to consume news like that. And so the people that get wrapped up in social media and that's all they consume, your body is not meant to deal with Mm -hmm. that emotionally. So you either are going to get angry and mad all the time and stressed or you're going to shut down. Like, it's just not... That's not the way that we're meant to see those things. To process things, things. no, for sure. So, yeah, I think it's not sticking your head in the sound, but you got to live your life. And if if those little things bring you happiness. And that's why I tell people, if you want to consider it sticking my head in the sand, that's fine. I'm okay with that. It doesn't even bother me that you think that that's what it is. I don't want to know. Yep, you're right. I don't want to know. I don't need to know everything. And what I need to know, someone will eventually tell me (laughs) if I really need to know it. Yeah, if it sounds serious. Like, it's not, I'm okay. I need to curate some. You definitely do. We all do. <laughs> yeah, we have to. Oh, oh girlfriend. Oh, goodness. This, it's been a week, so you're hearing us mumble and jumble this week, which is how it really felt for me, scrambly. Yeah, it was a weird uh, week. It yeah. was like, it feels like there was nothing huge and eventful going on, but, but it so felt like stressful. it did. Yeah, so stressful. <sighs> For me, I feel like that. I feel like normally by Sunday, I feel like I'm deregulated from the busyness of the week, and I still don't feel that at all. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> and then it's going to start all over again. Oh, my me. gosh. Yeah. But, you know, some weeks we're just going to have these weeks, and we're going to have to, this is life, you know? We're riding the waves, and we're living it as it comes and processing as it comes to and learning so much. With each one of those waves that comes, at least for me, I feel like I'm constantly journaling and writing stuff down where I'm like, oh, I I wrote something down in my journal last week. It was like a snippet I heard from a podcast that the line stood out. It was, um, oh, masterpiece in the mess. And that's what it is. It's like, that's what our lives are. They're masterpieces and they happen messy. And there's a beautiful story in that mess, you know, Um, he's a writer. uh, um, Jason something. Let me. Jason Reynolds is his name. Oh. So I heard him on a podcast, and he spoke of his mom and her just wisdom being a black woman from the South and how she kind of implemented some things in him that were really out of the ordinary. And uh, he like right now holds the title for like author for teens kind of um, ambassador. So he's a great writer and he just talks about how he had a teacher that saw a gift in him, even though he was getting C's on his papers, the teacher was like, there's something here in your story. Keep going. And, you know, like she didn't give him better grades for it. But it was like she saw something in him. That that... was Oprah's story, too. Yeah. She had a very abusive childhood and it was a teacher that that made her believe in herself. It just goes to show you like there are people that make impacts on our lives that don't even realize they make the impacts at all. So, yeah. Yeah. Masterpiece in the mess. Jason said that. So that's good. Yeah, he's a poet. I think more than anything, he writes poetry, I think. 
huh. I need to look into him a little bit more, but yeah. his, his just hearing how he spoke of his mom and how she was so untraditional in her way of raising him to question everything and that it was okay for him to question things out loud as long as he had an actual explanation. He could hold his head up high, his shoulders back when he was responding to her because she was like, I need to teach my child to be sure of himself. This is where it came back. Like he needs to know who he is if he's going to respond and have a thought. He needs to say that with pride. Yes. And that changed the outcome of his life. His mom gave him the power to believe himself. That's interesting because a lot of kids have that. They're born that way. And parenting squashes it because you're taught to respect your elders and not speak up. And so so maybe I'll send you this episode because the way it was like, you can still say it respectfully. That was like Allie today in the car. She was trying to tell me about something and she's like oh she's she's talking to me about porcupines she's like if a dog eats a porcupine quill it travels through their body and comes out their eyeball and i was like i don't think so and she's like yeah i saw it on my vet show and i was like well maybe it happened in that instance but i don't think that's like the nature of what porcupine quill does in every dog and she's like no it does and i was like oh okay well i don't know you know like i haven't seen it so maybe you do know Mm -hmm. and she said she threw out some statistics. She was like 10 in every thousand it happens to. And I was like, did you remember that number? Or are you making it up? And she's like, well, something like that. And I was like, no, we don't <laughs> throw enough. out yeah. statistics if we don't know them. You can say a couple, but no, we're not going to. And I'm yeah. like, if you know it, then you know it. If you don't know it, you don't make things up. Right. But it just was like an interesting learning moment for us where it was a stupid thing about porcupine quills. And right. I was like, but... No, we're not going to spout off things we don't know about. Right. And just to sound smart, like right. it's okay to not know. It's And I told her that and I'm like, it's okay to say, I don't know. Like yeah. I know a little, but I don't know it all. Like it's okay to say that. And she was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. There are lessons everywhere for I sure. Know. It's wild. All right. I think we're an hour mm. in. Okay. So follow us on Instagram. Oh, you guys heard. I, I don't even know where that went. Intuition. 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 Yeah. Follow it. Yeah. Follow Ask the it. boy out. <laughs> or run if your gut is telling or you to run. run. <laughs> or run. Yeah. Don't Just stay listen, somewhere unhappy. Listen to your gut. Yeah. It's always going to lead you in the right way, even if it is the hardest thing you can do, because often it will be the hardest thing you can do. Yeah. And if you're listening to us and you're like, these people are crazy. We are. You can't know things before they happen. You need to listen to your gut more. Yeah. Because you can know the things. You're just not in tune with your intuition. So practice that. (laughs) Practice tuning in. So here we are. Life was very unfiltered this week. So life's lemonade dot unfiltered. Follow us on Instagram. My personal page is underscore in the mess with yes. And mine is malama dot mama. And you can find us. Keep up with us doing our shenanigans. DM us what topics you want us to talk about, questions, advice, all the things. We're here for it. We're here for it all. (laughs) Have a good week, guys. Bye.